Yeah, Veritas and Apology. <laughs> Start off with a... Hey, guys. Dude, the thumbnail is literally just you-centered, depressed face. Yes! No text, no nothing. Maybe sorry, comma. You know what I mean? And then it's Veritas, colon, and Apology. Guys, oh I'm, my God. Before, before I get into this, I, I need to say... Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> oh, my... everybody welcome to the podcast the show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life like music content creation and video games i'm one of your co-hosts jesse gazam an escape from tarkov youtuber and content creator and i'm veritas <laughs> I and i didn't look at you for a second i was yeah i was really hoping that i would <laughs> uh, i got i got nothing i'm just a dude who plays games badly um how's it going <laughs> it's going good man it's going good it's been it's been busy, been lots of a whole lot of Tarkovin, but it's been fun. You still been doing the subathon or is that is that Yeah. So tomorrow we'll be doing our fourth twenty four hour stream in the month of August and probably most likely the last one, but it's been it's been fun. I had I'd only ever done one twenty four hour stream ever, and it was the last drops event. And Same. um now yeah, we've done one every week for the past four weeks now and it's been it's so weird, but they're, they're like so much fun. They're like really fun. And then they're really not fun. And then they're really fun again. And then you're, you're done and you're like, I'm never doing that again. And then the next day I'm like, I'm excited for this weekend. It's such an emotional roller coaster, yeah. <laughs> but they've been, uh, they've been a blast. It's been, it's been fun. It's all Tarkov is like just in general. Like yeah, today, 100%. today I literally, it was like, you forget how shitty the day before was. So you get up, <laughs> yeah. you're like, all energized, you know, like a coffee in me, get get some juju in me, do a little bit of editing, and then I start the stream. Labs run. I'm like, all right, it's gonna be good. And then not even it wasn't even a cheater. I think it was just Tarkov being Tarkov. Yeah. A dude rolls up on me, and I have an SKS with BP. Center mass. And he goes, oh, pop, and I'm dead. Yep. I hit him 10, 10 hits on the fucking screen. 10 hits. Yep. Apparently none of them could kill him with 762 BP. Dude. Must, must have been his arms. It's it so all. funny because, like, there's so many emotional states of Tarkov. There's, like, there's like the four quadrants. It's, like, when you want to play Tarkov and are having fun when you don't want to be playing Tarkov and Tarkov is screwing you. And then these weird alternate dimensions where like you so want to be playing the game and the game just at every stop does not let you have fun. Like you're feeling good. You've got a good attitude and every raid it's decent. It's something, it's something. And then there's the days where you're just like, you're like looking for something to be pissed about on Tarkov, but you're actually like making a ton of money and <laughs> killing everybody. It's like all yeah. four stages exist. It's so weird. Yeah, no, I was like literally like four minutes into my stream. I went from being like so hyped. I'm like, I'm just going to do fucking labs runs all day because I got a green key card. Um, and uh, I'm like, I'm just going to do labs runs all day. Like maybe hopefully I'll get some dead servers and I can just like farm. Yeah. Uh, which didn't end up being the case for most of them. I, I did get a few dead ones, but uh, but four fucking minutes in. Yep. The first immersion stream, and it's like, well, my immersion's broken. Yeah, shoot a guy ten I times. I hate this. And... <laughs> Where'd you get the green card? 
uh, uh, immigration department. Mm, okay. But um, <laughs> I knew I said green card, and I was like, I should have said <laughs> green, green card. key card because I know you're gonna. <laughs> um, so I was farming labs to try to get the 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 last stem I needed for samples. Oh yeah. Um, I believe the pronunciation is albuminous. Yep. Um, so correct. I had been trying to find it for like fucking months now. Uh, I ended up finding two in one raid and then um, ran over to outside the manager's office, the desk. Oh. Uh, and it was like, oh, I honestly only, th I thought an Intel spawned there and that was it. I didn't know. I was like, I didn't oh, know shit. green card spawned there either. Yeah. Holy so cow. Green, green key card. So I, I picked it up, made it out, um, which was Jeez. really nice. And then. For like two days, I sort of sat on it, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Because you see, if you if you search for the the green card, it's kind of like the red card, um, where the fees to list yep. it are like ninety percent of the fucking <laughs> price Cost, that yeah. you listed for. So you know you could list it for ten million, and the fee would be like eight and a half million or something. Like it's it's ridiculous. Yep. So I don't don't quote me on those numbers. I didn't even actually try, um, but that's just why you never see them. You have to do exclude bartering options. You have to get rid of that filter, yep. um, and then you'll see there's a bunch of trades uh, for the green key card. The vast majority of those trades, caveat emptor, everybody are scam trades. Yeah. They're they're people that are trying to make you think like they've got 35 GPUs. Yep. Um, but they they have 35 sales 35 listings one G, yeah one gpu you'll you'll see that it's like it'll say pack of eight or pack of 32 or whatever if it's all together so you realize you're giving up a key card for one gpu which yep. you're just getting fucking bent over yeah um that got so me I, a few wipes ago or something i found oof. like an armband and i was like oh i was like it was something believable it was like 12 gpus for like twitch rivals armband i was like this makes sense and i only got one and i was like and i knew immediately i was like damn it <laughs> Yeah, so so there's a lot of them there. Um, I, I, I could have gotten, I think, the either a thick weapon case or uh, like an ultra med key. Basically, Ooh. like it, it looks like three, four, five, six, seven, eight mil in that range is yeah. kind of like what you'd be looking at for, for trades. I just decided, I'm like, you know what? I like, like, green is my my favorite room in labs. Yeah, 100%. To loot. So I'm like, I'm just going to fucking go there. Well, I looted it four times today. And I think I maybe found six stims total. Yeah. Like six, six 20,000 ruble stims in four runs. Yeah. I couldn't even fill up my fucking gamma. Yeah. It, it feels like it feels like we're at a place now because I don't even inherently disagree with the loot in those rooms being nerfed a little bit. I think what needs to happen now is the the rarity of those keys needs to come down a bit because I like that I like that we're like trying to be a little bit more barter friendly on the flea market, but all the barters are scams and all the keys are super rare and then people spend a bunch of money on it and go in and get nothing. It's like if those keys were a little bit more accessible, then it might push a few more normal people to go labs a little bit more often and it feels more like other keys like a lot of the shoreline rooms you can't make a bajillion rubles like you used to be able to but it's still worth hitting if you have the key but but the fact that the keys are still so rare and then for all that money 
that you spend on the key, you get four stems. It feels yeah, like it's, it's disproportionate. It used to just be OP. The key was expensive, but if you got the key and you ran it 10 times, you'd make your money back and then you're just printing money. It's not OP anymore, but the key's just as rare, which makes them uh, absolutely atrocious value propositions. It's, yeah, I mean, so there's there's a lot of different things, right? Because uh, we kind of talked about this the last few episodes about how, like, how there's so many moving targets with, like, in yeah, the loot economy, course, yeah. right? And the value of things, right? So they nerfed labs. I'm assuming, I, I mean, I don't, I, I can't say why it's possible they were like trying to limit the people who were doing like rmt or yeah. you know the cheaters who were just farming it so then they like nerfed it so then all of a sudden now the cheaters are going interchange because that's where all the good shit 100%. is 100 um or at least that's what i hear i haven't played interchange in a month um because last time i played interchange it seemed like everybody was such a god gamer yeah and, it's definitely you know, so, where all the sweats are going. I don't know about cheaters. I maybe had a few sus encounters. I'm playing a lot of interchange actually, but it's definitely where the sweats are going. Yeah. So, so there's that. Um, but then you know, there's the, the the key card price has gone up. The loot has gone down. Um, the rarity of the key cards hasn't gone up. Yeah. But like, it, it's it's just kind of like. You can't really farm massive amounts of money. Uh, Correct. Yeah. Even if you get an empty labs raid, you know you can go to every single room. I don't have red, but I can go to like manager's office, green, black, and then like all the other rooms, and I'll just end up with like 300k in stims, and then maybe I can kill a few raiders. Yeah. But most of them have shotguns and no armor. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, it hasn't been super super profitable. For sure. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, Labs, we'll, we'll have to see what they do with become, pricing and quantity and everything. It's become a really weird. It's become a really weird place. It, uh, you know what I mean? It's like if you've been playing Tarka for a really long time, you see the remnants of what Labs once was. And at, at one point, it was like the most exciting thing to happen to Tarkov: a completely new environment, a completely new enemy type, a lot of completely new items were introduced. Like pre-labs, no we didn't have caps. we didn't have lead X's, we didn't have defibs. You know what I mean? We didn't have color key cards pre-labs. There are no player scavs, so it represented this completely new piece of Tarkov. And it was free, and it was fun, and it was brutal, and it was very much so, like, my first, I wish I had it recorded still, my first labs raid, I literally crawled, I mean, I mean, I crouched walked the entire way through, it was very much so that Dan Giesling clip, I'm crawling through, that my very first labs raid was the first time in Escape from Tarkov I had ever come across a Gen 4 armor. I killed two raiders. At this point, this was this was Christmas 2018. There were no guides. There was no wiki. It took me 15 minutes. I sussed out where sewer was and extracted there with a Gen 4. Wait, no guides and no wiki. You're uh, no, 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 in, no, no guides and no wiki for labs because it was the day it came out. That's what I'm saying. Right, like, right, right. Were, yeah. yeah. Three days later, Pestle already had 17. Correct. Okay. But because it was the day of, I couldn't get the information anywhere. I, I had the Gen 4 and I was like, I don't know where to extract. And I couldn't look it up. I sussed out where sewers was. I extracted and I literally just sat at my computer and it was the most tense moment ever. And you went... So, so what I'm saying is like labs is a really interesting place now because if you see like the remnants of that, like I, I go back and once in a while I'm like, dude, this used to be my stomping grounds. But then everybody was making 
I mean, absolute insane amounts of money. The Raider AI was broken. They were super easy to farm. The game blew up shortly after that, and therefore RMT blew up. And now it's in this weird spot because it's like, it's really expensive and really risky to go. Um, and so you really only find labs mains there. <laughs> A lot of the loot has been nerfed. There are no quests there. So every other map, you could run into a Chad. You could... There's one, at least one. The, the blue, the white card with the blue marking. Oh, yeah. There are no required quests there. And, yeah. and like, you know what I mean? And and even that, like, I've never done that quest because as soon as I'm done with questing for it. So, but, but what I mean is like on every other map, you could find somebody doing delivery from the past or killing 15 scavs on woods. It's like, it's this weird, like even labs mains debate on if labs is even profitable or worth going to. And if you aren't a labs main, it's one of those things where it's like, you're not like, I haven't died to a cheater on labs in a really long time. I'm just getting outclassed by labs mains. You know what I mean? There are no middle tier guys that this is their seventh labs raid ever that I run into that I can outclass. So it's like, it's just like become this weird spot. And I think you're right, definitely on like so much of it is placeholder. Like we know that you're going to have to access labs through other maps. So they're not going to completely balance the map as a solo map when it won't be that way. We know the loot economy is going to change. So they maybe don't want to completely balance the yeah. loot economy labs. So I, I get that. But because of that, because we're not at the finish line yet. And because labs was at one point broken, it's just this weird place now where it's like you just go. And if you're lucky, you get a dead raid and you can farm raiders. And if you're unlucky, you get seven wristy you know, slick lab sweats and you just, I can't compete with them. I can't. It's weird. Yeah. It's super yeah, weird. Yeah, I, I, I still, uh, I still do come across uh, a, a decent number, although it seems much, much less a decent number of, uh, let's just say players that are of questionable <laughs> information. Information, yeah. It'd be cool if they added like something unique to labs to entice I'm literally coming up with this as I'm speaking so please don't hold me to this what if they put what if what if there was an item that was on labs that you you could like the only thing you could do with it was like exchange it to a Gold trader for like experience not money so it's not very it's not very like RMTable but it's like uh, that's just like a super rough idea but the the concept of like Give give players a reason to go to labs. If they're just questing and vibing and doing their thing, they never come across a reason to go to labs except for the guide. You know what I mean? But well, we don't want that reason to be money because what we know is that then RMT takes over and the game explodes. So you know what I mean? Yeah. What if you what if you could turn in folders of intelligence to proper for twenty three thousand experience? And the thing is, you know now, what I mean? that would like, be great for new players. But the problem is, is that every labs main who already gets 30k yeah experience would also get three you know beginning 100k experience a raid in 10 minutes yes but um i don't but that doesn't i don't care right that doesn't no, affect but I, me but I like think rmt does yeah true yeah care. for sure for sure you're right but but because they want to slow people down yeah yeah as we'll talk about it a little bit you're totally right you're totally right but but at, you know what I mean? At least that would... You're onto something yeah, with that idea. Yeah, something that in, like entices n uh, not new players. I'm talking about literally the 99% and below. You know what I mean? Because it seems like 
on average, when you who you run into is the 1%. So I'm not even saying entice new players to go to labs. I'm saying entice levels 1 to 99%. How do we get those guys to want to go labs casually? Every once in a while, they have a reason to want to go there. And if it has anything to do with money, it's completely broken in two days via cheats and RMT. So if it wasn't money and it was something that if I got was valuable to me, but if you got, it didn't hurt me. I, it doesn't re like at the end of the day, I'll you're, I'll you're totally you what, right. I'll tell you what that is. You're totally right that Nikita wants to slow people down. But the reality is it doesn't really hurt me if you're level 71, you know, because at level 42, you have access to everything anyway. Technically, at level 20, you have access to anything anyway. So 20 to 72, it doesn't make a difference if you're good. Just you know like, what I mean? So just like the civilian flea market, make it and just like Bitcoin, make it so that labs key cards are, it's a black market, not you can't trade them. You can't, the, the oh, traders yeah. won't buy them. So you have to, you have a key card that is access to labs that is worthless to you unless, unless you use it. Unless you use it. I, dude, that'd be cool. Then that would be really then, cool. Then so many more people would be playing labs and it would idea. feel much more balanced. Yes. Because it wouldn't feel like it's just either cheaters yeah. or gods and there's no way to tell the fucking difference. That's really what we need. I actually, you know what? I cursory, obviously, you you know, you spoke that into existence seven seconds ago. So I, but uh, really quickly, I I actually prefer that over making labs free again, which I had been previously kind of advocating for because it's like, once again, we keep rubber banding back and forth. Like labs was free, it was fun. Oh no, RMT, let's swing the hammer the other way. Let's nerf raiders. Let's uh, make the labs key cards expensive. Like it was the same thing they did with the Val. It was like Val's OP. Let's nerf everything. It's availability. It's price. It's recoil. It's ammo. It's magazines. Oh, no like, we nerfed it. it all. So they did the same thing with labs. It was like, oh no, labs is OP, and they went down the gamut. And so with Raiders being nerfed, with colored key card rooms being nerfed, with all that stuff being nerfed, I had been kind of like, yo, can we just make it free again? But that I actually like better because it goes back to the conversation we had where like supporting lore, supporting uh, other gameplay mechanics, that encourages you to go loot. When you loot and you find something, that means you want to use it because it's the perfect thing to be black market in the lore. You know, the trader's like, I don't want to touch that. Like we're not doing terror group. You know, all that stuff has happened. Like it's the perfect lore item. And then, yeah, it's like you, you can accumulate these. And that's what we need. We need we need to push the other one to ninety eight percent of the players in there, uh, casually and without having to risk anything other than like their kit, like normal. You know what I mean? Uh, and and labs cards aren't like abundant. You know, I I don't find them all the time, but it's like I find them the perfect amount to be like, ooh, maybe I can. You know, the the vibe we were talking about last week. I I, I got this slick the other day, and I've been figuring out when I want to use it. I got this labs card. This is kind of a free a free good kit. Maybe I'll check yeah. out labs. It's not going to cost me anything. Oh, I like that idea a lot, actually. I like that idea a lot. Veritas for president. Veritas for Tarkov. Twenty twenty eight. That would be a great event too, by the way. For four, what? for four days, run, the traders don't, for don't touch. <laughs> yeah, No, for three or four days, they make an event or a week. Uh, uh, they don't, uh, labs cards aren't sellable. They're like, you know, there's some lore thing where they're like, yo, something's going down in terror group where we do not want to be a part of that until things cool off. Yeah. You know what I mean? You let everything on the flea get bought out and all new cards are done. Maybe you can bump the spawn rate by five or 10% just to keep people in there. Like that would, that's a perfect event. Maybe when I'm done with my history video, I can, uh, there's only so many 
things I can like focus on at a time. Oh, for sure. And right now I'm like balls deep in this, but um, I, I, I would love to try to prepare something to give to Nikita for a couple of events. And I think that the civilian flea and a few other things would be, would be pretty good. Um, but speaking of, uh, speaking of Nikita and we were speaking before of, uh, wanting to slow down. What's the, what's the word? Is it stolt, stolt, stultify? Is that a word? Stolt, stultify, tending to stifle enthusiasm, initiative, or freedom of action. I guess you could say it's stultify. Stultify <laughs> That's a progression. Word right there. Uh, uh, Scrabble. Um, you need um, Q A I D Q A T A R T R A N Q. It's a bunch of Q words that are illegal in like the Scrabble dictionary that don't involve U. There's like oh. Kanat, Trank. Cade, guitar, a few other things that, yeah. Anyway, uh, anyways, total that that was. Um, <laughs> thanks for uh, taking part in Scrabble Facts 2001. Scrabble Facts with the podcast. <laughs> um, fucking a. Okay, what was I talking about? Squabbling, um, stifling. I don't remember the squal word. Squal squalifying the um the progression. So. A lot of people have been asking me about the quote-unquote bug around insurance. Now, most of us have noticed how fucking nutty insurances cost lately. Um, and because of how, because of the ambiguity of like, you don't really know what the value you're getting is. It's you're, you're getting the chance to maybe get back something in some condition, maybe in the future. <laughs> If you die or drop it. Yeah. And nobody takes it. And nobody. So it's like, what is that thing worth that I get? And how much is it worth paying? Because it's so ambiguous. Nobody really knows the value. So, uh, you know, it can be really hard when you go to like, like, let me just look like SB5. So like the rat rig. If I go to insure it with Prapor, it's 20,000 rubles. If you were going to buy it, it's 40,000 or sorry, 49,000. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you're talking 40% of the price. Mm -hmm. And with something like it. that, that doesn't repair very well. What, you know what I mean? If it gets zeroed and you die, you, you know, you spent 40% of the price to insure it, you get it back. You have to spend probably 50% of its original price to repair it to a not that great durability. Yep. So like, I mean, just looking at like a killer armor, I don't, because I, if I, grab like a 40 out of 40 kilo armor i don't even know what it starts with i just know like it's it's you know yeah. 70 80 percent or whatever it's not terrible but i would still wear it right if i wanted to go insure that right now it'd be sixty-six thousand rubles yeah if i go on the flea market and go to buy one that's 40 out of 40 it would cost me well 180k Slick, uh, kills are 180k. That's wild. Yeah, they're 130 is the cheapest, and that's zeroed out. I don't know how much it would cost to repair it, but I mean, still, you're talking, you know, you're still talking about 50% to insure. Mm -hmm. So it it just it used to be slick. five percent. Yeah, slicks cost you know? 97k. An 80 out of 80 slick costs 97k alone to insure. Holy fuck! Yeah. So everybody day, was thinking. 
I was going Chad go. run with a homie. I had a Alton on. I just clicked Alton, Slick, and M4, and it was two two hundred and fifty seven thousand. Just those three. So I un yeah. clicked everything and was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been insuring everything every all the time, um, just because it's been what I've been doing for fucking years now. Um, yeah. But I think now, knowing what I know, I'm gonna probably try not insuring anything and see how that goes. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, sorry, I've been beating around the bush for fucking way too long here. <laughs> we all thought it was a bug, especially given how if you go to insure with Prapor, let's say you have Prapor level loyalty level three. Let's say you're about to insure and you're like, oh shit, I have a quest I got to turn in. You go turn in a quest. Oh, all of a sudden you just ranked Prapor up, you know, to to yep. max loyalty. Your the insurance would go up. And traditionally, it would have gone down a little bit, right? Like, as I understood it, he gave you discounts as it went, as you... I actually, honestly, I do not remember. If I'm being honest, I do yeah. not remember if the price went down. I um, thought so, but yeah, I'm not. I don't know. But, uh... But it turns out... But it, now it's... The price goes up the higher your loyalty rank is. And I and I know it's with Prapor. I don't know if it's just generic. Yeah. Uh, you know, like... Interestingly enough, if I insure the rat rig with uh, with therapists, it's only 25k instead of 20k, which seems to be like much closer than it used to be. So much maybe closer. It's, maybe it's just Pratt. Like she was always like twice as much. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, I guess I'll have to do a little bit of testing. But I asked Nikita if he was aware. Bug with the loyalty increasing, making the price of insurance increase, and he said it's not a bug. It's intended. Sick. And I said, oh. <laughs> Why? <Okay. laughs> I said, with, with my teeth clenched together in a smile, oh, okay, that, that makes perfect sense. Why? Can you tell me? Uh, and he basically said that just want to make it harder, like make the progression when you get later level, like slow it down, make it a little bit harder so I can... You know, respect that. I feel like there's probably a million other ways to do it that. Yep. Yeah, dude, it's funny because it's literally the exact opposite moment. In the past three weeks, Veritas, you have had two moments. You've had, okay, so you know how there's this very intended game feature. We all know that. Have you heard about this bug? And Nikita's like, no, 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 wait. I've never heard of that before. That's a bug. And you're like, it's been in the game since 2017. He's like, I've never heard about that before. Cut to three weeks later, and you're like, you guys are aware of this big, giant bug that's plaguing everybody, right? And he's like, not bug. <laughs> Sick. <sighs> yeah. So, like... Yeah. It's it's it, I mean this goes along this goes along with everything that I've ever said about like realism versus immersion versus whatever yeah. like the way that the the way that these things are implemented I'm I'm perfectly fine if they say we want to slow down progression and we want to make it more expensive the more like I'm okay with that it's just go about it in a way that makes yes. sense yes because imagine um imagine if there was something like the the higher level you were, the like less money w you'd get from traders or whatever. Like it, it would disincentivize exactly. you from leveling up because it's like, oh, I can press this return quest button, but now I'm now I want to make sure that every as soon as I get gear, I insure it, even if I'm not going to use it for a month because a month from now I might have higher trader rep. Yeah, and 
So it's just like this weird thing that that makes it doesn't make sense and from a gameplay perspective doesn't make sense from no. a lore perspective doesn't make sense. So you just end up with weird behaviors that you don't intend and like weird metas for people yes. to get around it. I mean, honestly, the chads are just aren't, aren't going to insure anymore. Yeah. And all it does is it hurts people that aren't paying attention that don't know about it. Yeah. Or people like me who just fucking insure all the time. And people ask me all day long why I have no money. It feels like it feels like this is exactly one of those things where it hurts every single person in the game except the desired group of people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like every other it, like, fix in history. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you've got, you know what I mean? I, I don't want to call it in names because it's not any of these streamers faults. They're just gods at the game. You know what I mean? But if you've got a hundred million rubles increasing the price of insurance, is like a scratch. It's like money is so not even close to hard for those people to farm. So yeah, they'll just stop insuring they still have or they eight, go labs they and still no have eighty seven percent survival rates, so it doesn't matter to them a whole lot. And when they die, they're just gonna buy a kit. It's not that big of a deal. But to everybody else, to the guy who who got to level twenty two last wipe and is like pushing for forty this wipe, you know what I mean? Who's got a twenty nine percent survival rate? It's like, yo, congratulations, you hit level four proper. Now, when you die, which is most of the time, it's triple you know the price to insure the gear and you're probably not going to get any of it back and you're not going to get it back you have like, to buy the thing oh full man price. like it feels like it hurts everybody else <laughs> you know what i mean like dude i mean that is exactly it's exactly the criticism i've levied and it doesn't slow down the every, chance <laughs> no it's 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 exactly the same criticism i've levied against yeah. every of the major changes that they've made for the last three or four years where the changes don't fix the problem they just inconvenience everybody else and then the people who are trying to get around the thing by doing the problem just have a different way of getting around it yeah because it's not smart game design right like yes. like I, I, I in two seconds off the top of my head just based off of what you mentioned i came up with an idea that made sense in terms of the lore and didn't hurt anybody and yeah. and it promoted a gameplay without promoting rmt and without exactly like uh, the the those are the ideas that you want. You don't want something that doesn't make sense lore-wise that you think is just a band-aid on a problem that, you know, isn't the problem. When yep. really, like, if they wanted to do that, what they should have done is, um, I mean, you need to step back and maybe we can brainstorm for a minute and think, like, you want to slow down the progression and make it harder as you level up. How could you do that? So first of all, there's post-raid healing. Um, that That's, and, and I, I don't know if any of these things are good. I'm just talking about the different yeah, things yeah. you could like hit, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like dog tags, there's selling gear, there's post-raid healing, um, there's quest rewards, um, there's repairs. I mean, like as you level up, I'd want repairs to go down. I'd want all the healing, all the trader stuff should go down if yeah. you fucking level them up. Like yeah. it make if you're leveling up charisma and leveling up, you know, the traders, the the prices of all their things would go down. Should go yeah. down. Um, so, I mean, but, really but, what you need to hearing... do, you need to just think of a way to make it so that the, the chads are, I mean, what's, what, I guess what's the problem, right? Exactly. You, you need to step back and say, what's the problem? Exactly. And then how do we address the problem? You don't say, 
we need to make it more expensive for people to progress. So as they progress, we make it more expensive. It's like, no, 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 that's not exactly. It's you're it's, looking at it the wrong you're exactly way. Right. It's like, here's the problem. But instead of trying to fix that, we're going to try and fix this other thing. And we're going to botch how we try to fix this other thing. And we just end up so far away because like, even when you think about it, like, and this could totally be like a translation thing, like that we are not here to like hold Nikita to every single word he says or breath he takes. But yes, we are. if if I was, if I was across from him, I'd be like, what does progression have to do with money and insurance? I can't buy experience. I can't buy my way to 71. So if you're trying, you want to slow my progression, what does insurance price have to do with that? <laughs> Nothing. I mean, so, so, but, so but what? If, so if it's, you pay more for insurance, then you're going to have less money and that's going to slow you down. Yeah. That's the logic. It's bad logic. It, yeah. It's bad logic. It's, 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 and then, and then the thing is, it's like, here's here's my once again not issue not gripe but my question is that it feels like they're kind of like talking out of both sides of their mouth here where they they hit us with the like you and me say it all the time and it's a it's a great defense of a lot of the things that are happening in this game big things are coming that will fundamentally change how the game is played so it's it is actually a bad use of time to try and like perfect a system that has a doomsday, right? That has like an end to it. But yep. but then why do this? You know what I mean? It's like if you want to slow progression, like we all know the more meaningful way to slow progression is like, you know, dynamic loot and make thing make make raids more unpredictable. Doing all these like when you asked him, like, what are the like the cornerstone features that are going to fundamentally shift how the game is played? He was like VoIP, inertia, dynamic economy, open world. He was doing all this stuff like that's the stuff that's going to make it harder and the game more unpredictable and therefore a lot harder to just like repeat and grind XP. So 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 which is it like why I, I guess i just don't understand these changes like why once again it does not hurt me if somebody is level 22 or 71 and we see that we see that issue a lot in the tarkov community where if i die to a guy with a slick alton it's like freaking chads and we don't know if that was a level 23 that ks 23 to a guy with a slick alton and took it into his raid for the first time you know what I mean? We associate gear with progression, and that's just because of flea mark. That's just not how it is. So it doesn't matter if somebody's twenty-two or seventy-one. So, so why are we trying me, to slow down progression right now? It's let me, so, let it's me look real quick. Let me pull up um, because we've been talking about we've been focusing on the slowing down progression, and I don't remember exactly what he said. Okay, so three fucking four a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so to be fair, he didn't say slow progression. Okay. He said increase of difficulty with leveling. Okay. Which is equally as He's, nonsensical. Yeah. Because it, is, it is different, more money but it is, is equally not, nonsensical. Yeah, it's, it's not... You like, have to if nerf you want, XP. If you wanted increase... Well, not necessarily because it doesn't make it more difficult. It just makes it more annoying. If you wanted to objectively make it more difficult, then the AI would scale to your level in terms of difficulty oh, like yeah. mmos do or there would be skill-based matchmaking or something like those I, I don't the first one i actually don't think is the worst idea ever <laughs> the second thing i do um but yeah. like you know you don't want to have just lobbies that are just all you know level whatever yeah. you want them all mixed but 
Um, but I actually kind of like the idea of the AI dynamically. <laughs> I would be so toxic <laughs> if if <laughs> if they start where they are now and they scaled up. I would be so. No, dark. I mean right now should be end game because they're so fucking broken. Yeah, I just like. I, Nobody I, wants skill-based matchmaking chat. Everybody be quiet. Yeah. That's literally a thing that'll never happen. Yeah. I, I was We literally I was just it said it was four, a bad idea. <laughs> I was giving it as a four instance, um, yeah. but it'll never happen. It's never going to happen. Don't worry. So shut up. I guess I Sorry. just, yeah, I, like, I don't know. I, and I don't want to get, like, frustrated or toxic or anything. It just seems like... Once again, I just, I can't, I can't get... Oh, I'm getting whiplash, you know what I mean? It's like... We hate that there are high-level players, so we're going to make Kappa 71. And then a month later, it's like, you know what? How about 40 different quests that I'll give you a bajillion XP? Okay, what the hell do you want? You know what I mean? Like, which one? And then it's like this. It's like, well, you know, well we're going to increase the price of insurance because somehow that's going to slow leveling. And I just like... No, sorry. Increase difficulty. Yeah, increase difficulty. Leveling. Leveling. And I just like... And I'm just like, why? Like... At level 20, if you know how to make money, the game is over. You have access to everything. The meta right now is to get to level 20, never do another task, grind money, and keep proper at level 1. That's the new meta. You can get to 71 with proper at level 1. So I just like... Well, like that there, assumes, there are that certain assumes things... that you value insurance yeah, prices being sure. low over... The items, which I don't think anybody honestly would. You're right, um, but 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 what I'm saying is that like you know I just I just don't I just don't understand like if you have a thousand hours to play this game, you're just gonna have more than me. You're gonna have more experience. You're gonna have more money. You're gonna have more items. You're gonna have more like experience in the game, and that's just how it is. And it's just like I I don't I just don't. This is this is just one of the things where I'm just like wh like why is this an issue? Who is who is hurt by somebody being level 71? You know what I mean? Like Landmark doesn't suddenly suck when a wipe hits and he's level 3 again. His level has nothing to do with his skill and at level 20 you have access to all items in the game. So so increase difficulty of leveling. I just I would just ask the question why? You know what I mean? Like maybe maybe why, it's just maybe it's just we it's a money sink. They need another money sink. Especially why to a game why to a um a mechanic that that hurts everybody. You know what I mean? Like there are certain issues there there are certain things where you like want you want a solution to either benefit or hurt like every single player of the game. Yeah. And, and those those stem from problems that affect every single player in the game. But like John grinding for three months and getting to level seventy one doesn't affect any players in the game, and then if affecting a change that affects every player to the game, him least of all, just seems questionable. You know what I mean? I'm just like I, I can I can see sure okay I could see looking at it from this perspective. Now it would take having information that I don't have that I'm sure BSG could collect if they yeah really wanted to, but um. If you if you could draw, you know the graph where it was like the price of the things you're insuring, and then like the value of things you get back, like where that crosses. Yeah. Um, I would want it so that you know new players, it would cost almost nothing to insure their shit, 
and then it would that would be the minimum would be yeah. like you know one percent of the cost of the thing to insure because it's a chance you'll get it back it's just a chance you'll get something nice and free and yeah. you know whatever if you're lucky um and anyway you're gonna have trash stuff anyway so who cares if if the you get your pack back 17 fucking times yeah because at least you just always have a packa. You're not going to be going in as like a hatchling. So mm -hmm. you might as well buy the thing once and then insure it, whatever. But then the curve should go up and increase to the point where, on average, you would break even. Yeah. That would that should be the maximum. So then at the so then like end game, it's almost like gambling, like a kind of a coin flip. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like coin flip is 50-50, right? And you're always kind of breaking even, but there's still that one period of time where you're like, all right, there's going to be one more coin flip today. You want to walk away a winner. So maybe when you have like the good shit, you might insure it, hoping that you'll get it back. But most of the time, you're not going to insure anything yeah. because it's a break even. I mean, um, I I like that as a, you know, a lot better. Basically, like the price of insurance is somehow linked to its intrinsic value and at a, like the much, much, much more valuable stuff is more expensive to like that i mean that is how it is now where like a slick was always more expensive to insure than a rat rig but if we bumped that curve a little bit so that at the high end it is more of like a break even it is more of like a woof but at the low end it was kind of like it was because exactly because now we're now we're talking about a solution that scales we're talking about a solution that uh you know everybody whether you like it or not, at least, you know, lower tier players aren't quite as affected by it because they won't have enough money. Like, you know what I mean? And it that that makes more sense because those items are much more valuable. You know what I mean? So bumping that curve up a little bit. I, I, I think that's cool. I'm down with that idea. Yeah, I mean, uh, it. And once again, I'm coming it, off. It makes, I'm it makes off, more sense. I'm coming off really strong at the end of the day. I it's interesting like my my problem is the the justification not the thing like if they want to make insurance five times more expensive I'll just adapt to not insuring or I'll adapt like what I've been doing right now is insuring just like helmet gun armor and I think I'm gonna flip it I think I would net more profit insuring things like contacts and bags because they're less likely to be so the money I go into insurance ends up coming back out you know what I mean more often like yep. like I'll adapt like I'm not I'm not trying to be complainy face where it's like oh I'm spending all my money it's what gets me is that like when when the swing comes through of it's like yeah well it's to to do this and I'm like whoa 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 it's not you're not doing that at all that's when I get like heated but it's like at the end of the day they can do whatever they want like I'm not I yeah, don't I care. Mean, I still have money. It's it's fine. It's just I, I, I just don't I just don't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. A but few not entitled a few to get it. Final final thoughts, and then we can we can move on. Um, I, I think it would make more sense that. I mean, you you could even argue. You know how you have your survivor class? Yeah. You know, it's like neutralizer. Yeah, I'm, actually, yeah, I'm always yeah. neutralizer, and I just I don't know what the other ones are. Um, <laughs> But, uh, but I mean, like, in my opinion, you would almost think that it would increase, like, I don't know what stat you'd base it on. Uh, maybe it would be a combination of, like, survival rate and kill death and whatever. But, like, the more likely you are to engage in fights, even if you win them, yeah. the, more, the more expensive it is. Because the Chad is going to be PvPing. So maybe even even if he has an 80% survival rate and even if he has a 20 KD, he's still way more risky 
because yeah. it's the equivalent of like a teenager is more likely to crash their yeah. car. You could say, oh. okay, well, if you're if you're just gonna crawl around level two and you're scared, you're less likely. Even though technically you're more likely to die, you know, like <laughs> yeah, you're 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 not actively engaging in combat. So you know, I mean, you could look at it that way if they really wanted to do that. Um, the thing is that if you based it on survival rate, you would you'd have the opposite. Yeah, you'd survival have rate. The, yeah, would would be the opposite. A lot of the newer low level players with twelve percent survival rates would get. They're technically yeah. way more of a liability, but that's why it'd be interesting. Like, I feel like there's something to explore there with like the, the class, like classifications, like if they would have to rework that to include some of these stats to like, and then make that knowledge public facing. But like, that would be a cool, it'd be a cool, like almost RPG element where the more you do a certain type of play style, you're kind of classified that way. And then this happens and it would, it would just be yeah, interesting. So, so, and then the other, the other bit is, is that, even if we accepted the premise and we accepted the solution to their to their premise, yeah, I, I still think that the amounts don't matter. I mean, sorry, let me step back. I that was my brain going without my my mouth going without <laughs> my brain. Um, the the amounts don't make sense. If anything, I thought insurance was pretty expensive as it was for the amount of shit that I would get back. So like where it used to be should have been like th what it was for the high tier players and then it would get cheaper for everybody else. Yeah. So that would mean that for, you know, the veterans who have been playing for four or five years, nothing would change for us. Um, but for the new players, they would see a nice b bump in cash flow yeah. from having a better, you know, like. At a certain point, there are those two lines, and when the lines cross, yeah, it, it no longer makes sense to insure once you get past a certain price. So why even have like the feature? Yeah, if if it's, I mean, because effectively what you're doing is you're saying unless you make a fucking Excel spreadsheet and bar graph this out, yeah, you will not know that this is a scam and it's a bad yeah purchase and it's not worth it because it's too complicated for anybody to actually calculate. So I'm just gonna charge you money. Like that's to me is a bad game design. It's lazy, and it's uh, it's just not a good, smart, clever way uh, of addressing yeah a quote unquote issue. Yeah, and yeah. So, so yeah. So that's where we're at. Fundamentally, at the end of the day, it's good to know that it's not a bug, because that's definitely the information that's going around, and that was the assessment based on. Previous experience in the game, current experience in the game, this was never listed in any patch notes. There wasn't a tweet about it. So we were kind of left to assume it was a bug. It's like, oh, it used to operate this way. It operates this way. That's, and this is pretty detrimental, but it's not a bug. It's here for now. Um, at the end of the day, it's not, at the end of the day, it's really just another feature that my hope is they're just putting in there once again, because they've got bigger stuff on the way. My fear is that when the big stuff that's on the way gets here, they won't be able to see the sun anymore because of the giant pile of little things they added to just be like, ah, well, when X comes, that won't be an issue. So let's just we'll do this still for have them. Expensive let's insurance just do this and for run them. Through yes. And found in raid and all these vestigial e. things will still exist and it'll make all of the great changes that they've made fucking pointless. I.e. labs right now. <laughs> labs yeah. is a barren wasteland, you know, of com of you know, a combat zone for RMT. It's, you know, people RMT on freaking interchange now, and then, and now there's no reason for anybody to really go lab. You know what I mean? It's exactly what we're saying. When you, 
so so you can make money on labs if you cheat so that you have a 95% survival rate and you know where all the good items are. Yeah. Then it's worth it to go labs, but for the rest of us, yeah. You know, we spend I was spending 600k on a card and the card with the blue yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So that I could try to find the stem. So I was spending 600,000 rubles per, per raid. raid, not including armor, gun, ammo, meds, you know, which is yeah. another five. You know, I was spending a million rubles a raid j just to f fucking find that one stem. And I was almost always dying to someone yeah. who was sketchy, you know, so it just. Yeah. So so at the end of the day, I say at the end of the day all the time. So like. If, the beginning of the day. At the beginning of the day, if it really just comes into exactly what we said, it's like I don't care if these changes, if we, if we're working towards something where they revert these changes and then implement exactly what they want to implement. If if these meaningless, not meaningless, if these changes that don't seem to appear to make sense, ending up just get included in the other changes that are really big, then I'm just worried that it'll be in a weird spot. Yeah, it's it's another it's another example of. There's subjective opinions yes. and objective opinions. So, and the difference between the two, and we've talked about this before, um, is if you agree on either the problem or like the criteria or the measurements or whatever, like if you agree on a definition of something, well then, once you get past that point, then at that point you're having an objective conversation because we agree on the starting line is there. Yes. So now who gets there the quickest is objectively easy to measure, right? Yeah. But if I say who gets to the finish line the best, yes, and someone dances there and someone backflips there and someone teleports there, three different people have three different definitions of it. That's when it's like subjective. Yes. Because you all have three definitions of what the best is. So we can disagree on the things that we the criteria that we should judge um or whether or not the end result is good or bad that's subjective but if we can agree on okay well let's just say for the sake of discussion we wanted this outcome even if you could agree that that outcome's good or bad it doesn't matter yep what if i made this change does it move us closer to that goal and it's almost always like no yeah, you know, battle states like okay, cool. Like we want everybody who plays Escape from Tarkov to have a healthier life, <laughs> you know, in in real life. So you need to deposit all of your vitamins from your blood into the game, and it'll give you in-game currency. And it's like, okay, well, wait a minute. Yeah, the goal doesn't match the the thing. The change, you, you know, yep. it, it seems to be completely opposite. You should be, I should be able to pay rubles and get vitamins. Yep. What are these metaphors? What, Dude, what I don't fuck? know. <laughs> I'm just picturing like Tarkov as a vitamin fucking Flintstone chewables just yeah, you turn getting in. it out. Oh my, my god. My stream right I'm should have been a fucking thing of vitamins, dude. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um anyway, I I definitely I uh, uh things get spicy, so we don't we definitely don't have to camp out here, but we did we did put out to like talk a, a little bit about the uh the some of the false bands that came out over the week and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't know what I don't I don't know all of the <laughs> details. All I know is that. So okay, I actually need to step back like two weeks. I honestly 
and, and I always feel bad saying this because it, it just makes me feel shitty because like if I hear it from somebody else, I always feel shitty. But <laughs> I honestly didn't know who Hyper Rat was. Um, oh, yeah. He's cool. I, I, I honestly like assumed like if anybody ever mentioned Hyper Rat, I thought that maybe they were talking about like Hyper Chad or like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, it was, yeah, yeah. Like, not a capital H. Yeah. You know, it was just like an archetype. Um, and then, you know, I mean, there's a million people that I know. There's Chads, there's Giga Chads, there's rats and there's hyper rats. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, there's a million people that I'm friends with in the Tarkov community that I'm not following. Yeah. It's like, why? Because there's so so many people now. You always talk to them on podcasts or whatever. And I've just never been to their stream and there's so many streamers. Um, so honestly, I just didn't know about them until a couple weeks ago when he came across my radar when I was talking about, like, how the fuck am I ever going to make money? And someone's like, well, you should watch this guy, um, Hyper Rat. And I saw he had, like, 500 million rubles. And yeah. I was just like, holy fuck. So I was watching him, and that was the first time I had heard about it. And then a week later, the second time I ever hear about the guy, everybody's coming into my chat saying, Hyper Rat got banned, Hyper Rat got banned, Hyper yeah. Rat got banned. And it was like... So the first thing that came to mind was, first of all, he's... I don't like again. I don't know a ton about him. I talked to him. I actually reached out to him and asked him for some info um, on some like servers and some other stuff. And he was like super helpful, really nice. He seems like I'm guessing he's like a younger younger dude. Yeah. Um, but he just seems super nice, really down to earth. Mm-hmm. Um, he even uh, mentioned, you know, potentially uh, coming on the podcast. Maybe we should uh, we should have that. Yeah. Soon. Um, but. You know, not, nothing but good things. But of course, I don't know him, never met him. So he's just a streamer that a lot of people talk about that has a shit ton of money. Yeah. So I was like, maybe he was cheating. You know, who the yeah, fuck yeah. knows? <laughs> yeah. I literally have no idea. Yeah. Um, I watched him for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I couldn't possibly have known. So, but again, I'm like, I'm not going to comment on it because... I don't know. I'm not going to vouch yeah. for someone who's, you know, like yeah, essentially you don't know. a stranger. Yeah. Um, so, and then, uh, you know, he tweeted out, you know, that he was banned. And of course, you know, he had like a couple thousand viewers. So naturally that was like, uh, you know, ended up being news. He tweeted to Battle oh, yeah. State and they're like, oh yeah, we're looking into it. And then now before when this happened, when, I was live and I like had Twitter up on my other screen. I was kind of trying to follow, see what was going on. Because of course we talked about this with tweak and everything like this is always spicy. It's such a fucking spicy topic because yep. if all of that attention and the end result was, I think BSG, not battle. Eye, I think it was BSG said essentially there was a bug. Yeah. We banned, you know, I think like 50 people, They've been unbanned. Yeah, it was BSG. So now a couple of things there. A year ago, in August of 2020, because when I was doing a little bit of research on this, I saw a press release from BattleEye in August of 2020 saying, hey, sorry about that glitch. We banned a bunch of people. Yeah. And but it was a it was a glitch. They're going to be unbanned like. You know, we're sorry. It seemed like a genuine apology, and I'm like, you know, but of course, conspiracy theorists just like fucking fire to the tinder. Yeah. But um, but it's like, 
I remember being like, oh, is this just like a bug with like fucking in August, all of a sudden the cheats, the, you know, the <laughs> anti-cheat goes whack and starts banning people. But but this one wasn't BattleEye. It sounded like it was Battle State. Yeah, they said it was but a course, back-end the, error that resulted in 50 people getting banned. The question you have to you have to ask yourself is, I mean, I hate saying this because the conspiracy theorists and the morons will hear what they want to hear and they'll take it the wrong way. But the like intellectually honest part of me needs to say, because I think it's the only reasonable thing to say, would it have gotten that much attention if one of the biggest streamers wasn't in the bandwave? I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know, which it sucks because I I want to at the same time, I want to roll my eyes when people say I got banned and I wasn't cheating and there, I've never seen them before. It's yeah. like you might have not been, but it, A, it's none of my business. B, there's nothing I can do. C, I don't fucking care. D, you might have been cheating. You probably were cheating. I don't know who you are, you know, whatever. Why are you coming to talk to me about it? Yeah. There's nothing I can do. Um it just kind of puts me in a shitty position because it's like, what do you want me to do? Like every time any random yeah. person's first message in my chat, I then have to forward it to Nikita and completely ruin my like relationship with him. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, the idea that we've now seen three people who I, I, I won't even say, even though I don't think they were cheating, I won't even say they weren't cheating. Let's just say for the sake of argument, we don't know, but the fact that Battlestate unbanned them, it either means two things. They were banned rightfully, and they unbanned them to, like, because they're okay with, you know, streamers cheating, which I don't think is the case. Yeah. Or they falsely banned because of a glitch, and then they sorted it out. Well, that means that either... The first one is stupid. I'm not even going to get into it. The second one means it's not impossible that you can be falsely banned. So given that the folks that say that they're banned um, or have been banned, there's been enough talk of this that makes me think that it's likely the case that BattleEye probably won't fucking ever get, you know, won't ever respond to your fucking emails. BattleState isn't going to respond to your emails. They're just, you know, so it's like there's nothing you can do. You can't even buy another copy of the game because, you know, if you weren't cheating, you'd be afraid that your hardware ID would be banned. So then that account would be banned or whatever it was that made you falsely banned would still be there. So it just really fucking sucks. And it all comes down to the fact that there's a system that is clearly not perfect, but acts as if it's infallible. And it leaves us with really shitty position where it's like, we don't ever falsely ban, but we do falsely ban by accident. But there's no appeal and nothing you can do. Says who? Battlestate. There's no they appeal? Say you, they say that, well, I mean, no, you can't. State no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying who's saying there's no appeal? It's the I, same guy that says, dude, go to the comments. I, dude, you can read the comments on the Twitter thread. There are people in there who say, hey, don't worry. Just let it pan out. I got falsely banned last time and my, they got my account back like a week and a half later. But so, the, so randos. The, so once the question, again, it's the, the same question thing. Is, is was that was that the when Tweak got banned, or was it totally random, or was it? 
I don't I, know again, either. I, I don't know. No, I don't know either. I'm just saying for the same reason when the guy comes in the first time in your chat and says, or in a Twitter DM or Discord DM, I got falsely banned. Can you talk to Nikita? You're like, I have no idea if you were falsely yeah. banned, you know what I mean? Or if you were cheating or whatever. If... <laughs> If all the people that go through the appeal process and get their accounts reinstated, they're not going to be the ones on Twitter saying the appeal process sucks. So it's like, agree. You know, it's Agreed. like, the, have you ever heard of the toupee fallacy? Yeah. You know, I've only ever seen bad toupees. Bad toupees suck. It's like, well, good toupees you don't notice. That's why they're good. Yeah. So, so it's like, and people tell. So what, uh, last my, my night, I, is, I clicked on your stream for four seconds last night, and the first message you read was, "What do you think is a viable anti-cheat option for Battlestate games?" And you went, "Battle <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it was just like people ask me, "Do like the cheat? Like, what do you think about the cheater infestation? You know, the problem?" And I'm just like, "I'm. I know that it cuts both ways. I know that the you know like." The toupee fallacy cuts both ways. Maybe a, a guy that I thought wasn't cheating was because he was cheating so good. But it's just like, I just am so not inclined to believe the internet, to believe Twitter, to believe like, oh, my, like I appealed and I never got my account back. Like may, I'm, I actually believe that that's happened, but the, the narrative people want me to believe is that that's all that happens. And that, yeah. No, I don't buy that. Yeah, I don't buy that. But here's ridiculous. but here's here's the deal. And and this is this is this goes to the heart of kind of my point was I it's such a fucking weird position to be in as anyone who's skeptical but also hasn't hasn't had to deal with the bullshit. Yeah. Because I can imagine a world in which dealing with an appeal for battle eye is like calling Comcast customer support. Exactly. And sometimes it's five minutes and you're done. And other times you're in a black hole yeah. cycle where nothing ever, you don't hear anything back. For sure. And so here's the thing. So the, the only reason why I hate the state of affairs we're in right now, which is all this questioning and yeah. confusion, is because at any point it could happen to me. Yeah. And the worst... I'm just trying to be like empathetic. The worst situation, my biggest fucking nightmare. What is it called? The Cassandra effect or something like that. If you've ever seen uh, um, 12 Monkeys, they fucking talk about it. God damn it. I forget now. But it's essentially like if you're cursed to like destined to know the future, and no, but nobody believes you. Oh, um, okay, okay. One okay. of my biggest fears is just like I get accused of a crime I get found guilty. Yes. I was innocent and nobody believes me. For sure. So I I am worried about that. And I am in the most privileged position because if I wasn't cheating, I at least have a platform that I can stand up and scream to my hundreds of thousands of followers and say, this is something is wrong yeah, here. Yeah. You know, and, and I know, I mean, it would be definitive proof if I got banned. It would be objective definitive proof for me would be what I needed to know that you can be falsely banned without having done anything wrong. Yeah. And, and then if I were to go through the appeal process and nothing were to happen, the only, the only thing I would have is my name and my reputation in the community, which 99.9% .9 of the community doesn't have. Yeah. So I just feel like it's such a shitty, it is such a shitty, like, the, uh, but you also can't, you can't, 
expect them to be 100% transparent because that's not how anti-cheats work. 100%, I'm yes. not going to say we found exactly. this file on your computer or this and this and this. So exactly. like it's it really is a really hard thing. It's just so like you're you're absolutely right. It is actually my core and most most feared thing i the exact same thing as you like when you when i watch like those true crime documentaries and when you're in that point where you don't know if the guy did it like i get uncomfortable at thinking that like i could be right and nobody would believe me like you know what i mean and and Someone a planted evidence yeah, on your computer or a something micro, like that yeah. and a microcosm of that is yeah dude if you get false man on a game that you really love and you're you're just you know joe schmo doing your thing and nobody will believe <laughs> you and you're not getting anything back and you don't know if you should buy another copy of the game and it sours the taste in your mouth i don't know if i want to support the devs i totally get that but the reason i i won't even let myself go down that path is because we just don't have anything other than anecdotal evidence and you're right that that's not even a bad thing bsg isn't going to come out and say this is exactly how many cheaters we banned today and we banned them because we found this file on their computer and 60 percent of them were using radar that just informs the cheat developers on how to cheat better you know what i mean i get that they don't want to be transparent but it but but at the end but i almost said at the end of the day but realistically if they ban a hundred thousand cheaters and two people get caught in the crossfire that really sucks but is that a better world than a hundred thousand people cheating in the game you know what i mean i just i i don't know you know what i mean it's just like i we we only have, we here's, have here's such anecdotal evidence from twitter and reddit on i don't know if you were cheating i don't know if you actually got banned or if you're doing this for attention i don't know if you actually went through the appeal process i don't know if you went through the appeal process last night and you're impatient i have so many questions but I know that Battle Eye bans cheaters all the time. So how far down but the so, rabbit hole so, do I go? Like, but, I mean, here, here's the key, though. The key is that I, I think what we do know is that they don't tell you why. Yes. Which I definitely which, think it, the process could get better. I'm not advocating that it stays the same. Yeah. Like, I think there's something that needs to change around that because essentially they're saying. You paid for something. I'm rescinding it from you. Yeah. I don't have to tell you why. Yeah. And you have, like, I mean, you don't really have an appeals process because you can't defend yourself. Imagine you go to court and you don't know what the charges are. Yeah. But you have to prove your innocence. For sure. But you're, but the the default is that you're guilty and you have to prove your innocence, but you don't know what the charges are. Yeah. You know, so if someone says... This file is on your computer. At least, so if I got banned and someone said it's because Cheat Engine is installed on your computer, I could at least go, okay, yeah. let me look at my computer and see if I could find Cheat Engine. Because if Cheat Engine is there, the only explanation I would have is it, it either got installed with like some Minecraft mod shit that yeah, I yeah, installed yeah. two years ago, or it was planted there by, you know, and that would be a, the perfect fucking crime. And I'm setting myself up for this at some point. I'm sure someone's going to do it. But to, like, hack into my computer and install cheats on my computer without me knowing so that yeah. all of a sudden one day I get banned and then it's like, I've got cheats on my computer. I didn't know it was there. Who's going to fucking believe me? Yeah. I'll just have to live with that if it happens and figure out how the fuck to deal with it. But, like, it's just the worst case scenario where I'm definitely not... I'm not disagreeing that that's the worst case scenario. Help me, Veritas. What's the alternative? 
because chat tells tell me, me tell me chat why tells me the alternative no 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 but i'm saying like because the narrative that like you know the internet says is like battle eye sucks we should get rid of it and it's like well yeah they're i mean yeah you know idiots. what i mean it's like what so, so ignore that so tell, at least tell me why i'm banned yes. so that so that me an engineer whether it's me or whether it's normal timmy with one follower on twitch that is a much smarter game developer or engineer yeah. can get the reason and then see oh well i have this installed because i'm a developer and i do whatever and it's not used for cheats and because then you would want them to know that that is not indicative of cheats yeah. i mean maybe maybe it is i'm i'm making this yeah, thing yeah, up yeah. that i have some development package for like oculus rift or something and then that's like that process yeah. was flagged I don't know, but the fact is that they say we don't have to tell you, yeah. but there's essentially no appeal, quote unquote. I don't know. God, this is so complicated. No, I, I don't know. It's I agree. It's it's just I just can't say if there is one. I believe there. I believe you should absolutely be given a reason why you got banned. Do they not give one? I don't know. I have. I do. Been I, banned. I do know that. You because know what I mean? All of the people. At least Tweak and Hyperat and all those guys, yeah. the email doesn't say why they were banned. Okay, when yeah. they get unbanned, we're like, "Sorry, our bad." With no in, no yeah. way of being like, "Well, wait a minute. If I hadn't gotten tw twenty thousand fucking retweets, would you guys have even looked into this and yeah. known that it was a bug?" And and yeah, that's the problem. That is the problem. But I just like I, like people people ask me, and I'm just like, "Dude, I don't. I do not have the information to give you to like pick a stance on this. Like, you know what I mean? Like." There, the uh, like if you're dealing with something like cheating and stuff like that your appeals process should be really good right like you should you should give absolutely like it's it's battleized responsibility to have a really smooth process for the people that get falsely banned to uh, get that fixed i totally agree that they should absolutely uh give a reason for it i just don't i guess i don't even, i don't know what the conversation is like a bunch of people got banned and they got unbanned and i believe that and i don't and i don't even know i don't even know what to believe on what the efficiency of battle eye is it does does one in every 33 people get falsely banned because jesus yeah, we, christ we, we should change battle eye but if one in a billion people get falsely banned then what do you but what but how does it not matter wouldn't like wouldn't ever like I, once again? It's, it's, I I actually don't know what we're talking about. Like, what is the goal of this conversation? Like, should is 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 the sentiment that Battle Eye needs to do something different? That we need a different anti cheat? That Battle State game should do something different? Because I no, feel like no. I'm painting myself as a guy that wants people to get falsely banned, and I just don't know what we're talking about. Like, no, of yeah, course, yeah. So the, the, if you get problem, falsely banned, you should have the, a way out of it. Like before before Tweak and Anton got banned. They were the first ones that were quote unquote falsely banned. Yeah. Before that, anytime anybody said I was falsely banned, I'd say, yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was no precedent. Now we have at least, at least three separate occasions where, again, where Battle State has to admit they were yeah, falsely where banned. They Otherwise, they have to or directly admitted that there was a problem. Yes. We, yeah, I told them tracking with you, there's precedent. They, they, yeah, they, I would they have, have to just admit because assumed so, that that so would then, happen though. So, so the problem is, is that now we know 
that you can get falsely banned. Correct. We we don't know anything about the appeals process. <laughs> Correct. I, now I just now I kind of want to just like I want to get falsely banned as a nobody so that I yeah. can go through this process and do like a fucking documentary. How the hell can I get falsely banned? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I don't know. Buy it, another it's, computer. It's, <laughs> create only, another it's, account. It's the only way to. I mean, I do have another computer and I have lots. Go of to accounts. some unsavory um, websites and catch yourself banned. No, I. I, I just I, the, the the problem Did you is is think that that battle I was perfect. I just never assumed it was. I just I always assumed there'd be collateral damage. I'm not saying I'm not trying to be insensitive to the people that got falsely banned. No, no. But the question is is what what's collateral damage? Give me an example. Is it the random random glitch? you know, flagged the wrong ID or is it that they found a process that they thought was linked with a cheat that wasn't linked with a cheat. It was linked with some other software because if that's the case, then being transparent to some degree, like yeah. there's got to be a wiggle room where you can be transparent to where you're not. And I don't know, yeah, maybe yeah, this yeah. is impossible, but like, it seems to me like there's got to be a way for them to tell you how they know you were cheating without necessarily you Divulging telling them how you much, figured yeah. it out. Um, but also, like, I, I, if I'm going to pay money for something and you're going to take it away from me without, then I, there should be information and due process regardless. Again, and maybe there is, but... What I'm saying is that there has to be, and if it's, and, and I'm guessing that there's probably like, we're probably like 30% of the way there, but they need to be transparent and there needs to be an appeals process. Otherwise, you either better be perfect yeah. or you have to have a way to be able to, for an innocent person to not get completely fucked. And I'm, I guess I'm, I, where I am now is I don't have enough information to be convinced that there aren't a ton of people who are just like, poor me, I can't play the fucking game and I did nothing wrong. And I don't yeah. know if that number is three, if the number is zero, or if the number is 10,000. I have yeah. no idea. So I guess that's I, and my I guess point that just, too, like, is, that, it's is like that I don't dystopian. either. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know what that number is either. I don't like, like once again, hard stop. If you got falsely banned, I 100% believe that there should be a path to getting that reserved. I 100% believe that if you're if you're John Battleye and you want to start an ATT company, you're held. You should be held to an incredibly high standard. I believe that you should. I, I believe that there should be absolutely some amount of transparency of when you get banned. Like exactly. Like I don't think if I paid money for something, I don't think that they necessarily have the right to take it away with no explanation whatsoever. I believe that their appeals process should be A1 S tier, but. I just don't know when we flipped the switch to doomsday because just like we don't have just be like in the same way we don't have enough information to say that it's doomsday like to th that we're not in a doomsday scenario we don't have enough information to say we Wait, are in a doomsday what's scenario the, what's the doomsday scenario again? that there are people everywhere getting banned with no path I don't I don't care if there's people everywhere if one person if it happens to one person it's unacceptable y yes. or if if you're in a place where you can't where if you contact Battleye and you say, I wasn't cheating, what do I do? And they say, 
Well, we think you were. Correct. And you just had $150 stolen from you that you, and even if you buy another account, like you have to buy another PC yeah. and buy another account. That's but, when but it's not okay. Who's advocating for that? What do you mean? Well, yeah, I don't know. I guess I just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what we're talking about. I agree. If, if it happens to one person, it should, it's unacceptable. I just don't, we just don't know. We don't have the information. You know what I mean? There's like, almost, yeah. I mean, I'll, we'll have to do some research, but I don't. That, that number can't be zero and but if it can't be uh, zero now it couldn't have been zero um, a year ago either you know what I mean like I don't yeah know. but we also didn't have any reason at any like we at least had confidence no, I don't know how to put this but like there was we the only way that any of us could ever know is if we know in our heart of yeah, hearts that we sure. weren't cheating and we got banned yeah that would honestly if that happened to me it would be my fucking life's mission to fix the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I would then know it's a problem and I would and I would know, you know, so yeah, sure. what I'm saying is that like if it is a problem and if there's a chance, we need to do everything we can to prevent that. And by we I mean battle eye, battle state, the community. Yeah. Um and I'm, because I'm if, all if, in on that. If you just reached out if you just reached out to them and they had they made a mistake, but it wasn't a clear glitch. It wasn't like they ran a script wrong. It was like some bug where a process got flagged that shouldn't be flagged. Yeah. They're not going to tell you. And if they look and they say, yeah, we think that, you know, we think that you were cheating. And I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I need to, like, go through and talk to some folks. That yeah, I just I couldn't agree with you more <laughs> that if there's a trip in the system, it should absolutely be fixed. But. Yeah, and and I get what you're saying. Like every every time I've heard about it, it has, it has gone back. You know what I mean? The whole Anton Tweak thing, like that. Those guys got unbanned. All the people from, um, the Hyperat thing, you know, they got unbanned. Yeah, I like I. Give me a mission, and I'll do it. I completely agree with you. I completely agree that there needs to be transparency. I completely agree that if if there's any sort of problem or or damage to people that aren't cheating that they should have a way out i yeah i completely agree i've always felt that way i feel that way now i just i did have you ever finish I have no fucking, information did you finish watching making a murderer i did okay so flip it on the other side and like because you thought he was guilty right no i thought he was innocent <laughs> okay i i honestly forget where it was but like so that's a case where you see one instance of it that then convinces you like, oh, I don't think people going to jail for murder is like it's happening all the time. But it happening to one person is like enough of an injustice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that the only the only reason why I want to say that is because like. You have to think about what you would feel if it happened to you. Yeah. And put yourself in that position and. You know, if it's like, well, you get to go to court, you get to defend yourself, you get to whatever, you get to this and this and this. And it's like, okay, well, then at least there's some sort of, like, safety net. Yeah. I just don't think, and again, a lot of this is based, based on hearsay, but I don't I don't think and I'm not, like, super confident that those steps exist because it's just too easy for those yeah. companies to, if they're, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, re I really don't know either. And if it's bad, we should totally, but that's, If yeah, you've been yeah, banned, yeah. if you've yeah. been banned, reach out to us. Reach out to me. 
um, on Discord or, or you know, or, or Jesse or both of us, whatever. I want to know if you've been banned and you weren't cheating and you got your ban up, like you went through an appeals process and you got your ban overturned. I want to know what kind of information they yeah. gave you, if anything, what you did you just say, did you hit a button? And then three days later, you were unbanned and it was like, well, then what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Then a, again, that would make good. me feel not confident at all, because then if it's like if you just don't hit the button, then you're guilty forever. You know, like, so I want someone to reach out to me in the community if that's a thing and let me know. It's so, don't, yeah, that's a good only call. Only if you have a lot of information. I, only if you have emails and screenshots and conversations and don't just be like, yeah, I got banned and I got unbanned. Because yeah. you're fucking, you're not going to help. It's going to be more hearsay. And only if you got unbanned. Like, because, yeah, because I want to know, I want to know what that process is. Like, I'm not saying that there aren't people out there in the limbo that are frustrated right now. But, yeah, like, that's what we want to know, what that appeals process is like. Because, once again, it's like, it's just, you. What, what I want people to understand is that it's hard for us to work with hearsay. You know what I mean? Because, because it's really hard to, like, it's, it's really hard to, like, figure out where it is on the spectrum from like conspiracy theory all the way to somebody who really is in a bad situation. You know what I mean? Like, cause like last night, once again, I pulled up your stream and you were talking about that and the guy was saying some crazy stuff, dude. He, it was, it, I, your responses were so good. You were like, do you have a source for that? Is he like a friend in your discord or like, you were just like not letting it bother you. And it was so funny, but he was saying some crazy stuff about like, you're like, you know, how do you know? He, he says something stupid about BattleEye being like, they it have was, they have a temporary subscription to BattleEye and only when it gets bad, they do the, they they re-up it. And he was like, what do you, how do you know that? And he was like, oh, the, the BattleEye gold standard terms of service told me. And I was just like, and that's when I was like, see, what do you mean? So when somebody just comes in and they're like, dude, I got banned and I'm, it sucks. I, I don't know where you land on the spectrum of like, freaking Illuminati battle eye sucks to like a dude in a really bad situation. You know what I mean? So that's why I can give you nothing unless I know about their appeals process about, you know, stuff like that, which it's not my responsibility to know either. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't, I don't know how to get that information. So it's weird. I, I, I yeah, I don't know. Uh, I wish, I wish, Oh God! I really, I, I wanted for the longest time to talk with somebody from BattleEye. Just knowing, oh, like, yeah. the more we knew, the more community knew. It's the same thing about like the CIA and the FBI and the NSA. Like, if we, like, we should know. You should be transparent about like the systems, you know. But at the same time, that just helps the people. Yeah. It's like, but I don't. I trust the FBI more than I trust BattleEye and BattleState, and F the FBI does some shady, fucked up shit, you know. So yeah, it's like, yeah. It just doesn't affect kids, you know, who paid one hundred and fifty dollars for a game that they really enjoy. I can I can just imagine how sad I'd be if I, you know, I mean, I can I've got a million accounts. It doesn't fucking matter. And I've got a platform, you know, but I can just yeah. I'm just picturing how sad I would be if I got fucking banned from a game wrong. Yeah, that would suck. That would super duper suck. Ugh. Anyway, so here's where I come out and say I've been cheating this whole time. Yeah, uh, yeah, and this whole it's time. Been, it's been an elaborate, uh, it's been an elaborate sort of ploy to say how I can, I, I have cheats running, but I'm still play as bad as I possibly can so that my, I never have money. My stats are all bad. Um, yeah, I like it. So it's like, how, how long can I cheat and be bad and not have people know 
that I cheat and be bad. And apparently forever. Yep. This is uh the, the new YouTube videos coming out, right? Like a guide to cheating and not getting banned. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it for four years. <laughs> new vids coming up. Yeah. Yeah, Veritas and Apology. <laughs> Start off with a... Hey, guys. Dude, the thumbnail is literally just you-centered, depressed face. Yes, no text, no nothing, maybe sorry, comma. You know what I mean? And then it's Veritas, colon, and apology. Guys, I'm... Oh, my God. Before before I get into this, I I need to say... Read Shadow (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Bro. Scrabble facts. <laughs> Mentos, the fresh roll shit. That's all we got, so we don't get DMCA. <laughs> Brett, fresh, Brett. Um, oh, fucking a. Okay, sorry. That was that 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 was went on for way too long. We, it did go on for a while. We are we're definitely both on the same page. I just I just you know oh, if okay, I can contribute, I want to contribute. I just don't know. I don't know how to help. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, we need more information is what we need. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I referenced the Cassandra complex. So it's a psychological phenomenon in which an individual's accurate prediction of a crisis is ignored or dismissed. Mm. It can also refer to an electronic music band, uh, which seems like a fucking dope ass name for a band, if I'm being honest. Um, <laughs> yeah. Use code Leather Daddy. Use code You have got to change. Extremerestraints.com slash Leather Daddy. You have got to change your juju code to, to Leather Daddy. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that'll help sales. I'm sure that'll help sales, boost some sales, Adam and Eve. All right. Anyways, I would love to talk about this history of Tarkov stuff. You showed the trailer and I don't want to, I don't want to make this like, I don't want to make it suck for the people that weren't here early and saw the trailer. You know, I don't want to be like, oh, you remember that moment? And then it's like, oh, nobody yeah. saw the thing. But holy cow, did that give me feels watching that? <sighs> Dude. Okay. Dude, and that, Here's where the, I want what, to dive what, in. What I, what I showed you, though, let me just get to give yeah, context yeah, yeah, to yeah, everybody. Yeah. What I showed was two slices yes. of a video that right now is 40 minutes long. And it covers, there's a timeline of the history of Tarkov. It goes all the way back where I start telling the story is 2010 up through before like battle state games around some of the precursor games and Russia 2028 and all that stuff all the way to 2015, 16 ish. I'd have to pull up the timeline. Um, 2016, 2017 okay so i so what you saw is a 40 minute video that covers 2010 all the way to 2017 although there's nothing in 2011 13 14 yeah yeah yeah. it was literally like three bullet points for those first like seven years and that covers from the beginning to 0.2 of tarkov and then it's like the timeline just blasts out into this tree of Here's a patch, a million things, wipe. Patch, yep. a million things, wipe. Patch, so, yeah, what you saw was a slice of up to 0.2 of Escape from Tarkov. So it's probably going to be 
two potentially three videos i'm guessing probably 45 minutes long of the entire history of tarkov up until the day i finish the video which will be the right now yeah yeah so and and you showed a lot of gameplay from that like point two era you know what i mean of of just the the stress in everybody you know what i mean of of running around and just like the Dan Giesling clips of him just like running around factory, just having no idea what was going on. Oh, slow walking everywhere because that, that's yeah, all true. we did. Yeah, slow walking everywhere. Slow walk everywhere with a, a Gratch pistol. Yeah. And and here, so so this is super interesting. And I know we both like agree on this because we talk about it all the time. But like, here's where I want to dive in. So seeing that. And then you showed like a raid from today, like, or like, you know, this, the current, you show like your raid, you know, you know, shift Wing through factory, wiping a five man and five and, kills in 42 seconds. Yeah. And, extract. <laughs> and contrasting that to, to that old gameplay. And here's the deal though. Is that like, if you had seen that, okay. So, so the, the, I got so much stuff. Uh, part of the point you're trying to make, right, is that a lot of people that play the game now miss that, that have been playing the game from that that entire time, right? Like a lot of people miss that that fear, that intensity, the slow, the slower thing. Not everybody, you know what I mean? But a lot of people that have been playing the game that long miss that. In the same token... It was a survival horror game yes. to some people, and it's yeah. not anymore. And in some ways, I feel like if you flip that script and if you showed... In 2017, some of the footage of like that factory raid, because that factory raid wasn't like a toxic raid. You weren't like, you know, 80 spamming between doors and then like, you know, like pre-firing. You were just slaying out. You know what I mean? You were, you heard somebody behind you, you flip around, boom, pre-fire, but like you just played it well. If you had showed me that raid, you know, back then, I would have been like, yes, this is What if is I showed you the other so, five peoples? This is so sick. In- they go, well, bah, of bah, course, bah, raids over after waiting 10 minutes. Well, what I'm, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is that like it's somewhere in the middle. It's yeah. not even it's not even somewhere in the middle. It's 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 just that I, I, I feel like it's just that I want both to happen. Right. Like, you know what I mean? I they both have their merits. Yes, they both have their merits. Exactly. There is nothing wrong with that fight in factory that you did if it was 15 30 or 45 minutes into a raid, right? And you didn't know they were going to be there. Like, there's nothing wrong with that raid. You wiped those dudes. You were hitting headshots. You were you were doing really good. Boom. So it's not that it's there's anything fundamentally wrong with that play style, with like, with like that raid. It's just, this is what I was thinking when I was watching the footage, is that like, I feel as though the reason we can't go back to that is predictability. It's whatever happened to predictability. The milkman, the paper boy. Sorry, is that y- full house? Yeah, I, I don't know. But does that make sense? It's like, yeah. The reason why everybody was so scared is because nobody knew what was going on. Nobody knew what was happening. And part of that isn't that exactly the essence that like Nikita wants to capture again. You know what I mean? And wants to put into the game. But it's the it's the predictability of like now 
Like, even if even if the game still looked like point two, if you've played 3,000 factory raids and you just know where they're going to spawn, you know what I mean? Like, the where we are now was a natural evolution. It was going to happen whether the flea market came to the game or not. It was going to happen whether the HK came to the game or not, right? The predictability of knowing where your enemy is going to be, like almost at all times like i'm actually considering making a video i played with uh i played i played multiple times with sheaf have you heard of sheaf he is in yep. the echelon of like like the hyper rat like every yp grinds to a billion rubles and then gives it away and does like a big charity event i played with sheaf and i almost like and i thought about making a video called like what i learned playing with like giga chad and what i learned playing with a giga chad is that like sheaf knows where you are all the time without cheating he's played this map so much and the loot and the 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 environment that escape from tarkov has is so predictable he just knows where you are he knows where you're going to be he comes in he hits techo and he's like two guys are going to be coming around here or or eight somebody whether it's one person or a five man and they do and they come and then we kill them and then we run up to tech and he's like by now these guys will be here and we run upstairs and they are and we kill them you know what I mean? And so it's it's mm -hmm. it, it feels like a lot of times people come to poop on, you know, the flea market or all these things. And and I know that we're working towards those things, but I was just thinking that a lot while I was watching the contrast of those footages where I was like, I feel like it really comes down to at that point, the most experience anybody could have an escape from Tarkov was like 10 hours. So you don't know you don't know where anyone is and you don't yeah, know where you are. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. So I mean so naturally if if the spawns stay world. static, yes, no, a hundred percent, right? Like, but, but that, like, I'm sorry, I'm rambling here, but that's what I'm getting at is that like something like open world or longer raids or the maps coming together almost instantaneously pulls us back to that place because we're back to anybody could be anywhere. You know what I mean? And that makes yeah. me careful. But if I know that you're going to be here because you want this thing and I want it too, I don't have to be careful. I just have to be better. Yeah. Right? So I, I was thinking about that a lot while I was watching that, where it's like, I know we're working towards a better future, but it just feels like it's the predictability. You know what I mean? I totally agree. Yeah, I don't know. Totally agree. Um yeah, and I I think a lot of what uh, a lot of what I'm I in the voiceover that I'm adding afterwards that I started to write um, after I show the like deadly slob Dan Geesling uh, yeah montage of all the you know zero point two footage is just it's reminding people because I I think a lot of people experience this a lot of people have never experienced it because. Uh, you know, we, God, there's no way for me to say this without being like, we live in a day and age where the kids, <laughs> but like back in my day, so many, so many people who play Tarkov now has, have watched and consumed hundreds of hours of content yes. before they even put their fucking little finger on W key. So that gives you so much more context around, you know, everybody's like laughing because, yeah. you know, Dan, Dan. He could not for the he spent like 10 minutes trying to loot a pair of sunglasses yes. and a scav mask because he didn't know to rotate. How would you know? How, How would you know would to, you hit know? Bar to rotate? You wouldn't like you wouldn't. And he didn't Nobody, know his shotgun never, wouldn't fit in his backpack. Why would he know that the shotgun wouldn't fit in the backpack? 
all you see, you see it in a gun slot. Yep. But that's one square. You don't know how many rectangles it takes up. Yep. So why can't you? So there's just like a million things that we take for granted um, that we all had to like struggle through. And I mean, I, I don't know. I should go and watch someone in 2021, like my first raids and see if oh, it's. Oh, yeah. Because if they're not, if they're not spawning in with one Makarov, one magazine, no extra bullets, no meds. They Accidentally their, at nighttime. Gamma, <laughs> they take their gamma and they put it in their stash. Yeah. And, and then it's nighttime. If you don't, if you don't do that, you're, you don't have, you never experienced Tarkov. Yeah. <laughs> because that is the, you don't know fucking anything. And yeah. not that I think that that's the way the game should be because I don't. I think that that's indicative of like a lot of the shortcomings yeah. of like the user experience and, and everything. Um, which reminds me, I was just started to put in fucking the details on my timeline for point eight, and it there's basic tutorial was added in the patch notes. What the fuck is basic tutorial? <laughs> Where what is you, it? What is that? I don't fucking know. I, I no don't idea. remember clicking basic tutorial. And maybe it's like I bypassed it on my account or something. No. I, I vaguely recall there being like a thing that you could hit like next, 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 next. And it was like, don't show me this again. Maybe maybe that doesn't get reset or something. I, I don't know. Um, I, don't know. I vaguely recall something like that where it, it, it was just a like a basic bunch of pages where it's like, <laughs> go into raids, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, I have to. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to uh, grab one of my like alt accounts from a billion years ago and log into it and see if it takes me to a tutorial because i think there is one i, I really like, don't like think a, there is it's not like any other game yeah. tutorial where you're playing through things it's just like five pages of a screen you hit next that like tells you something yeah um but yeah i don't know <laughs> anyways I, yeah I, I just, that's it's uh what were we even talking about I don't. I don't just, know. Yeah, the, just the. I, I wanted to get across like. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We all lived through that period. Not to say that that's how the game should be. Not to no, say that yeah. that's what made the game great. But I guess it's more to say, hey, all you new guys, this is why all the graybeards are all nostalgia and grumpy. Yeah, nostalgic yeah. and grumpy because this is what we lived through. It's almost like you know now. Whenever I see a fucking old man with a Vietnam hat or a World War II veteran hat. I'm instantly like, you know what? I don't care how fucking grumpy you are. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. Like, once I saw Band of Brothers, Saving Private Ryan, even though those are fiction, you yeah. know, it still is like, oh, now at least I know where you're coming from. I might disagree with you. Yeah. You know, you might be a racist old douchebag. You know, it doesn't matter. At least I now know a little bit more about you so that it's yeah, the conversations we have are more meaningful. Exactly. Um, and and the common ground of understanding that like you came from a completely different world, whether your world was better, my world is better or there's a better world coming. That's a that's a fundamental thing. And I think that's exactly what you're saying. It's like nobody nobody's saying that, you know, point to Tarkov was like breakthrough UI and UX and we should all go back to that. It's not saying it was better. It's just the acknowledgement of like, 
when Just people don't tell me that we don't yeah. know what it's like to be a casual because you have to wait till level 20 to get flea market exactly you fuck yourself exactly like, fuck yourself i ran around for 45 like, minutes in a night shoreline trying to find the exit you know what i mean and you can't wait yeah. till level 20 you watch 62 tutorials before you exactly so once again it's not that one is better or worse it's just exactly it's that it's that you have to understand that we played a completely different video game <laughs> back then you know what i mean yeah. Um, so I'm excited to go through it's I, I think I might be done with the first thing maybe by this weekend um, but I, it's, I, I every time I play a preview someone's always amazed at like you know in point six that was when you had the ability to hit like double O to see your extracts and like the 10 minute timer popped oh. up in red like that was point six when like you have a 10 minute countdown like before that, it would just count down silently and you wouldn't fucking know it. Just, it, it. The screen would go black. Um, you know, point eight was magazine reloading. People like don't know that there was a day before magazine. reloading. And, yep. and there's a lot of things that are easier and better and quality of life changes. Um, point four was when they added blind fire. It's where they made it so that you can bind voice commands. Before that, you couldn't bind voice commands. You had to open a double tap Y and open up the menu to do everything. Um you know, uh, what are some other examples? Uh, I will, when all the when all the major features came in, when all the wipes happened, when all the maps were added, you know, when Shoreline first came out, um, yeah, the resort was in it. It, it. The resort was in it, but it was fenced off. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You so it was go. literally just like the little shanty town. Yeah. Uh, and like the road, that was Shoreline. <laughs> And people are like, oh, you know, we need more content. We played the game for fucking years where there was three half maps. Yeah. The quests were my my favorite was uh, when I, I show where the fuck was it? Punisher part. Yeah. Point four. So zero point four <laughs> was when Night Factory got added to the game. The Pilgrim, the Coal Pack and the 3M brand new. Hell yeah. And Punisher Part 6. Do you remember what Punisher Part 6 was? This was right when I started playing was point four. Oh, I don't know, because it's currently SVD kills, but SVDs are probably new to the game, so I don't know what it was. Punisher Part 6 was in two hours of <gasps> real-world real time. I'm going to start a stopwatch. When you accept this I quest, do remember this. you have to kill 18 bears. Bears. 18 Bears. So, so even though you're an NA and 10% of the fucking population were bears, you had to kill 18 of them in two hours. And when you say 10% of the population, the population was like 1,200 players. So 10% of them were the, were the 12 bears in the United States of America. And, and and the two hours was not two hours of raid time. No, it was not even two hours of open game time. It was. <laughs> It was if you accept the quest at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, <laughs> you could turn off your computer and come back in 121 minutes and the quest has been failed, even if the game wasn't running. Yep. So you're waiting in the queue. The timer's ticking down. You're sitting there waiting oh in a spinner after the screen. The God. timer's ticking down. I would rem I remember that, dude. I never there did no that dog quest. Tags, by the way, there were no dog tags and there was no kill feed in the game at that point. Like, so... Dude. This is the kind of perspective that I want people to know so that they 
Not that they don't complain about things, because there's lots of things that they need to complain about. There but is. So that you understand me when you complain about some dumb shit. That that when I'm rolling my eyes, all I'm thinking about is I had to walk uphill both ways yeah, in barefoot yeah. in the snow to get to school every day. So stop complaining that you know you have to charge your fucking Tesla once a week <laughs> to and from school. <laughs> oh man, I <laughs> I yeah I uh wow it's come it's come a long way it's really interesting looking at the i i i the last minute thing i pulled up the timeline and i marked where all the wipes have happened mm. um and it's like really interesting so when did you start playing i started playing in august of 2018 so, so it was 0.8.9 okay I definitely remember point ten happening. I can't remember if I was playing in point eight. Okay, so how many wipes do you think this, you I was played? Like, I was gonna ask you this. I was gonna ask you the other side. It's I was so gonna, fascinating to, I was me to look at this and be like, "Wow, huh. I don't know." I would say since I started playing, the game has gone through like six wipes, six or seven. Okay, the correct answer is six or seven, depending on if you started. Because there was a there was a wipe in mid twenty eighteen. Okay. So it depends on if you started before. Like I I don't know yeah, if this is yeah. August or not. Um, but uh, but yeah. So the first wipe was in point four. Oh really? And it was in it was in like November, and then point five was in December, and there was a wipe. <laughs> so it was a month. <laughs> But I'm sure that, that that was probably one of those cases where it was like we made a lot of changes, game breaking, yeah. which is probably where the whole like we need to wipe as a part of the development process went. Yeah. And then it was like a third of a year later, wipe. A third of a year later, wipe. A third of a year later, wipe. So it was three wipes in 2018, two in 2019, just barely two in 2020 because yep. one was right in December. Yeah. And then one so far in 2021, although it's like there's a there's a fucking perfect gap where it's like, you know, January and November or February and yeah. December or. But now it looks like we're on pace to maybe have it be middle of 2021, beginning of 2022. Yeah. This, and or nothing after. You know what I mean? Who yeah, knows? This feels like the first year calendar year will it be a proper only one wipe. Yep. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, imagine complaining about everything getting wiped when it used to be every every three it was, to four it was months. one month, then it was every two months, then yeah. it was every three months, and then it went up to six. Yeah, so I've experienced one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten wipes. I've experienced actually all the wipes. Actually, I think I joined after the first wipe. Yeah. Um. And you know what? I actually remember. I remember because I played a little bit um, when I first started. This was like in, in like close to the end of 2017. I played and I had that. I've already told I had that like nightmare woods yeah, yeah, yeah. nighttime run. And I didn't pick up the game again until like February. Um, that was literally like after the wipe. So the thing is, is that I probably lost like three Makarovs and like 
nothing I mean, maybe yeah. like a backpack or two so when i went to play again it was like welcome to escape from tarkov and i and i think i must have been like oh maybe i made a new account by accident or something yeah, like, yeah. i don't even think i knew about wipes at the time i just was starting over from level one i probably didn't even realize it that's crazy um that's wild oh so yeah yeah it's cool stuff it definitely like it it was it was really interesting just just watching the history thing. I'm super excited for the video. I think it's going to be cool. I'm excited that it's going to be multiple parts. Uh, it definitely got me thinking a lot about like uh it just even just watching the preview that you showed before stream. It definitely got me thinking a lot about how like a lot of times we look through the past through the like the rose-colored glasses and the reality is like what I want is in between. Like I think I think watching the preview before we started the podcast and while you're eating, I think that was the first time I ever made that connection that like I want to be able to pick the right time to push, to swing, to annihilate a four man as a solo, to be aggressive, to have good gear. And I also want to not have realized what time it was and the sun is setting and I don't have MVGs and I'm terrified and I don't know. And I don't know where people are going to be because I know their spawns. I've been in this raid for an hour and a half and I could come across a four man. I could come across scavs or I could come across no one. And I think it was the first time where I'm like, damn, I want, I want them both. And I think that that's what Nikita wants. And I think that a lot of the stuff we said, which it's really easy to generalize and say, but things like open world, things like longer raid times, uh, things like VoIP could really bring us there. But but that I was like, wow, like I want I want them both. I want what's directly in the middle of this. You know what I mean? And, and I mean, like, you know, the some of those crazy moments that you had back in the day came from complete and utter ignorance, which makes me. Yeah, which makes it like you saw Dan freaking out because he saw a player. He's sitting there apologizing to the scab yeah. like I'm taking your <laughs> he doesn't even know it was an A.I. He doesn't know yeah, that it yeah, wouldn't yeah. have shot at him. Because we didn't know the rules. I thought everybody was a fucking person. Didn't know that as a scav, other scavs didn't attack. You know what I mean? Like, I just didn't mm -hmm. know any of that stuff. And I haven't had I haven't had that experience until Tagilla and the cultists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, that largely was because I kept myself ignorant. Yes, so, of those Which things. is why yeah. I really want... I really want Nikita... I hope that they're good things, but I really would love him to lean into just put shit in the game. There doesn't have to be patch notes for everything. Yeah. But when it comes to changes that you want testing and feedback, yeah, we should have patch notes and we should know about it. But certain yeah, things content just don't can go hidden us. because that can be like a fun surprise. Changes that we need to know it's if it's a bug or not, i.e. blacked out heads and insurance, you know what I mean? Like those things should have patch and I see notes. An AC 130 fly overhead on fire. Dude. Like, what oh the God. fuck? And then you see it go down in the woods, and then you go over, and that plane wreck has like a bunch of crates there, and there's some scabs that spawn, like Holy raiders. Holy cow. Like, that's, you're only going to ever experience that once. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so the, Dude, the more they can do shit like that, the Black more. Black Division? I hope they don't say anything about that. Oh, that yeah, and I really so hope sick. that the fucking data miners keep their mouths shut too when they un undoubtedly uncover. Yeah, they won't. <laughs> but yeah, it's a uh... <sighs> yeah for sure, for sure. Man, I feel like we're both <laughs> constantly caught between like 
this like relentless optimism and excitement for the game, but then also just like <laughs> unreasonable amounts of cynicism and frustration at the same. I mean, it's a microcosm of time. life. Yeah, it's like, oh wow, you know, we're curing cancer and we have vaccines for all these things, and people are still, you know. People, there's still anti-vaxxers and people are still fucking flat earthers and setting people on fire over you know over religion yeah. and flat earthers and it it's just like real life yeah, yeah. I mean, it really is there's dude. so much to be amazed about and there's so much to fucking and the only answer to all of it is rationalism skepticism yeah and reason logic and reason <laughs> That's it. So, okay, so that <laughs> we should we should probably close it down because it's almost two hours. But that have you watched any Kurtzkazov videos? I have, and I will say that I made the mistake I think of watching videos on topics I already knew stuff about. Oh, because I was like, oh, I want to see what they have to say about black holes, or I want to see what they have to say. And the thing is, is that I'm already like they're perfect. Yeah, if you don't know anything, if you about don't it. know anything, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Every video I saw was like fantastic videos, but it was yeah, I know all this shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I will say that like the things that they talk about are all the things that like if I was to make a video, I would no other videos say this one or two things, but I would say these two things. I watched one on homeopathy, and it was like yeah, great fucking. All of the little idiosyncrasies in there that I'm like, thank you, fucking great. But it was all like preaching to the choir. Yes. So I need Dude, to, yeah. I think I need to watch a bunch that aren't. So far, I haven't learned anything, but yeah. I think that's just largely like you click on, you know, okay, cool. I want to see what you have to say about black holes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I should click on the things that I don't. But I, but I, I bring that up because it's been making me feel that way a lot where like, the more I learn about things like our capability for like space and travel and like re where resources are and I uh, learn about um, fallibility of the human brain. Dude, yeah, it, it, it gets me. I feel that way. It gets me equally as excited as like depressed. It's like, oh, my God, this is incredible. And then you're like, oh, my God, why aren't we doing this stuff? It's because we're doing all this stuff and all this stuff now seems so meaningless in comparison to this cool stuff I learned. Why are we so... I've been I've been watching a lot of their videos. I've been learning a lot, and I've been feeling that exact way a lot recently. Where I'm like, I've I've actually never been more excited and pissed in my life because I just watched this amazing video about how we can create a sky hook to launch us to Mars in a quarter of the time. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm just like, oh, this is cool. So. And then and then you read about like, oh, okay, you want to teach fucking like Genesis in my science class <laughs> yeah. for seventh graders, and you're like, oh. Okay, well, fuck me, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, uh, so it's just been it's so, it's been so good. It's been so good because I know nothing about any of the things they make yeah. videos about. I know Damn, about oh, God. That I I need to just make a YouTube channel. It's just Veritas Science because I oh, I wrote 100%. my 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 for my undergraduate. I was in the honors program when I was a business and econ major. Um, and in the honors program, you had to write a thesis, basically, similar to like a master's thesis, but it could be on anything you wanted. Um, and it, it had to be like 30 pages or something like it, it 
well so i chose to do mine on um god this is like the or the fucking origin story of veritas i actually kind of want to tell this really quickly it's like two minutes yeah started dating my wife three months we had been dating and she got me an ipod touch which at the time was like nice holy shit you just dropped 300 dollars on me as a college kid when we've been dating for three months like damn super generous you know whatever i remember on the way home i went searched for podcasts i'd never listened to a podcast before and i and i found i searched science and the top one was skeptics guide to the universe and that literally i had like that was the turning point if i had not listened to that pod i would not be here Mm. i would not be literally that was probably the most pivotal moment in my entire life like formative yeah that led into me being interested in science and logic and you know physics and history and everything um and skepticism and all that stuff um but so i did my senior honors thesis on skepticism and the scientific method and it ended up being 200 pages um the the worst part is, is that i can't uh like I'd be I dox myself because I'm sure I think it's out there, you know, somewhere in a PDF oh, yeah. or something. Um, but I did so much research and have been invested in this stuff for over a decade, basically as long as I've been with my wife. Yeah. Um, that I want to make a, like a fucking Veritas science channel that is literally just like Veritasium or, you know, smarter yeah. every day where it's like, I'm going to talk about black holes for fucking 20 minutes and I'd watch it, man. I kind of want to do that. You've got plenty of free time, right? Like you don't really do much. <laughs> true. Yeah, true. <laughs> you don't have like a mobile app or two YouTube channels or a Spotify or a Twitch channel or anything like that. Yeah. I've dude, I would watch the hell out of the videos for sure. I've been I've been loving it. I love learning, man. I freaking dude, I, lo- I, I love I, learning and and teaching. Like you're I, like me where as soon as you learn something, you get so excited that you put a video out. Yeah, 100%. Because like, you're like I need to share this, you I'm know? so addicted to those videos right now. I hit render on a video, you know what I mean, and it's going to be rendering for 8 minutes and I pull up a Kurzweil video and I watch it at 1.5 times speed and I just like absorb it i just love it right on it's good so uh it's good it's good check it out kurtz app good luck spelling it um k-g-k-k-g-k-k-g-s-g-k yep it's just like all the the blah the blah the blah the dose yeah i resent but i'm tired yeah are you? <laughs> I, just, I ranted all my energy out, dude. I'm fried. <clears throat> you gonna play some Tarkov? You wanna get some raids? You wanna fly solo? Hold up. Let's fucking raid. All right, let's do it. Do it. Let's do it. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about this stupid reserve quest. We'll talk about it. On our, oh yeah. Fuck. <laughs> oh no, we'll talk about it during the raids. But it's stupid. Um, but anyways, thank you guys for hanging. Everybody uh, that was here live. Um, Thanks for hanging with us. This will be live on Spotify and all the platforms early next week. Um, yeah, more Tarkov content to come. Be on the lookout, maybe, between now and next week's episode for your episode one of the history of Tarkov. 100% it'll be done, yeah. Hell yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Um, but thank you guys for hanging with us and uh, supporting this. The amount of love we've been getting for the podcast recently has been insane. I don't know if you have... 
the amount of people coming in and just saying, bro, I watch this stuff. I listen to it on my way to work. It's good stuff. Like you guys have no idea how like life giving that is to me to know that like you guys care about us, like literal old man, grumpy rambling about this game for two hours once a week. It's dope. Dude, it makes me think like it makes me think like this has like the most like I feel like the podcast will will outlive Veritas. Like, it, it's like it's the most valuable thing we do is like rant yeah. about the game for Joe's a week. So uh, so just thank you guys a lot. So we appreciate it. We'll be back next week. Same time. Thanks for being here and we will see you on the next one. Peace. Peace.